Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Let me say it again. Jesus constantly confessed who he is, what he is, and his mission in life. Yes, someone might say, but that was Jesus. I know. And the Bible teaches that Jesus left us an example that we should follow in his footsteps. You should constantly be confessing who you are. Oh, no, not who you are physically, the son or daughter of John Doe who lives on such and such a street. No, but who you are according to the Word of God. That's the confession we're to hold fast to. For instance, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, In Him by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching on who we are as believers in Christ. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Now, the Word of God teaches us, you notice here, Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three, Whosoever shall say, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Then here in Hebrews 4.14, again we're told, let us hold fast our confession. Well, you see, someone said that confession is three things. That it is affirming something that we believe. That it is witnessing for a truth that we have embraced. That it is testifying of something that we know. Now, faith demands expression and testimony. Testimony is a part of the faith life. If you want to develop a robust faith, then continually tell what the Lord is doing for you. The more you talk about it, the more real he becomes to you. The less you talk about it, the less real. Faith is like love. It is of the heart, the spirit. And like love, it lives and finds its joy in the continual confession of it, in the natural. The more a husband and a wife confess their love for each other, the more it grows. If you'll notice carefully the life of Jesus, you'll find that from the beginning of his public ministry until he is led to the cross, he is ever confessing who he is, what he is, and his mission in life. For instance, he said, I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father, John sixteen twenty eight. Now, this was a fourfold confession. It covers his life from the incarnation to the ascension. One of the boldest confessions Jesus made was, He that has seen me has seen the Father. John fourteen nine. What a bold confession. If you want to see the Father, look on me. Then in John 12, it is recorded that he said, He that seeth me seeth him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Verses 45 and 46. Let me say it again. Jesus constantly confessed who he is, what he is, and his mission in life. Yes, someone might say, but that was Jesus. I know. 
And the Bible teaches that Jesus left us an example that we should follow in his footsteps. You should constantly be confessing who you are. Oh, no, not who you are physically, the son or daughter of John Doe who lives on such and such a street. No, but who you are according to the word of God. That's the confession we're to hold fast to. For instance, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Verse 16, The Spirit itself, or himself, bears witness with our spirits that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. We are children of God, sons of God. We are heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. We joyfully confess our relationship with God. And in what way we are related to him. We are born of God, children of God. He's our very own father. We are his very own children. We dare to take our place as sons and daughters of God and confess that's who we are. Faith demands expression and testimony. Now, so many times people often ask me about studying the Bible. And although I have many suggestions, here is the one I present above all others everywhere I go. Now, my thought is this. Find out what God's Word says about you and make that your confession. As a Christian, as a believer, read through the New Testament, primarily the epistles, the epistles, you see, are the letters written to you, the believer. They're written to the church. As you read, look for all expressions such as in Christ, in him, in whom, through him, and so on. With a colored pencil, underline these expressions. You will find most of them in the epistles. Some of these, however, don't exactly tell you something you have in Christ. For instance, Paul greeting in one epistle is, I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That has the expression in Christ, but it doesn't tell you anything that's yours because you are in Christ. You will also find other scriptures which convey the same message, but do not use the specific phrases in him and so on. Yet they tell you who you are, or what you are, or what you have, because you are in Christ. Now, when you find these scriptures, write them down. Then meditate on them. Begin to confess them. Begin to say with your mouth, This is who I am, and this is what I am, and this is what I have in Christ. For you see, faith's confessions create realities. As far as God is concerned, everything you have or are in Christ is so. He has done it. Everything the Bible says is ours is ours legally. The Bible is a legal document sealed by the blood of Jesus. However, it is your believing it and your confessing it which makes it a reality to you. God wants us to enjoy and know the reality of what he has provided for us.
and His Word tells us how to do it. As an example, we see that God has provided the new birth for us, and His Word tells us how that provided salvation becomes real to us. Even though we sometimes talk like this, God saved so-and-so last night, we know that from God's viewpoint, He didn't just save that person the previous night. He saved him when Jesus was raised from the dead. The man just accepted his salvation last night. And the redemption God has provided years ago became a reality to him. Hebrews 9.12, notice, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Jesus never has to do that again. He's already done it. The provision has been made. And Romans 10.10 tells us how we obtain the reality of salvation in our individual lives. Romans 10.10, look at it again. Read the verse again. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It is always with the heart that man believes, and with his mouth he makes his confession unto when you believe a thing in your heart and confess it with your mouth, then it becomes real to you. Faith's confessions create realities. As you read some of the in Christ, in Him, in whom scriptures, they won't seem real to you. It may not seem as though you really have what these scriptures say you have in Him, but if you will begin to confess with your mouth, because you do believe God's word in your heart, this is mine, this is who I am, this is what I have, then it will become a reality to you. It is already real in the spirit realm, but we want it to become real in this natural, physical realm where we live in the flesh. So remember, as you find these scriptures, to do these five things. Write this down now. Don't forget it. Number one, underline each scripture. Number two, write it down. Number three, meditate on it. Now, one writer brought out that in the Hebrew, the word meditate means to mutter. In other words, mutter these scriptures to yourself. And then, Make a bold confession of it. Confess it out loud. And then five, begin to say it with your mouth. Say it out loud. Confess it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special is Lynette's Bargain Bag, chocked full of incredible bargains for just $19.95. This offer includes the books How to Live Worry-Free, and It's Your Move by Ken Hagen. How You Can Know the Will of God, the Slimline Book by Kenneth E. Hagen. The CD, How You Can Have Success by Lynette Hagen. And the CD, How to Receive God's Best from Kenneth E. Hagen. All this and the tote bag are just $19.95. That's a retail value of $38.85. 
Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. On May 5th, Sunday, May 5th, is something we call International Rhema Day. And uh, well, we say, what in the world is International Rhema Day? Well, it's just a partnership with Rhema to pray for the staff and the students yes. of all the schools all over the world and an opportunity to help support Rhema Bible uh, training, college. training College here in the USA because that finally, and, and what, what, what do we do? Well, we send a special gift on that day, International Rhema Day, and, and, and in fact, here at the church, we've been telling people to save a dollar a day till yes. May the 5th for International Rhema yes. Day, but, uh, and uh, this is when you can help us because if the, if the main base doesn't stay strong, it, it affects everything. That's right. But, and this is also a way that you can have a time to remember to pray for the staff of all the Ramas all over the yes. world and the students all over the world. And, and, and we have corporate prayer. I mean, just, just think how many of us, if we just think about it on this one day and pray for all the students all over the world, God will lead them, guide them, and direct them give them the finances to go to school. And by the way, our tuition is the lowest of any tuition that you're gonna find anywhere Absolutely. at any school. And uh, so you can just go, actually go there, rhema.org, and then slash IRD, That's International right. Rhema Day. Find, out, find all about out all about it. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan in him. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.